following broadcast is brought to you by Magic Ape Radio. Welcome to Instant Discussions. My name is John. I am joined by Chris, Stephen, Antonio Montana, Mike. And today we are discussing Scarface, the 1983 Scarface. film, Scarface. not to be confused with the 1932 original film. The shitty one. What? And this one was Assholes. picked by <laughs> by wow. Tony. Yay! Yay! Tony, this is one of my favorites as a child. What? You like this movie? Uh, <laughs> has everyone really? Seen this? You like this movie? Don't yeah. <laughs> don't you have like a tar- Scarface tattoo across your back? <laughs> a tar face. Tar face. Well, that font I have. Yeah. Tar face. Uh, oh, everyone. It's controversial. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> had everyone seen this film before? Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 First. Up, you had not seen this film. No. Oh, nice. Have I you have seen the original? Seen the film? No. Uh, I was I watching this with uh, the first. I was watching this with my wife. Last night, and uh, she was she was saying she hadn't seen it before, and I was saying before we watched it, just so you know, I'm we're, we're watching the remake, not the original. And she's like, "Oh, I don't know that." And I'm like, "But that's the one you want to watch is the remake." Have you seen the original? Of. I have not seen the original, but I think I should see the original. Um, How I, much '80s soundtrack is in the original? About <laughs> I couldn't we we I I couldn't take that serious. How much? Yeah. How the much, moment in the middle of the film? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, the montage. Was, but how else yeah. would you know that he's pushing it? I could it? not take that serious. How else do you know that he's pushing it to the limit? <laughs> we have to know that he's... written. Um, as I was watching that whole thing, I was thinking, no Actually, matter how good this this version is, the the first one has to have at least the saving grace of not having a horrible so, 80s soundtrack. Actually, it skips that soundtrack in one quick edit, and it's one of the greatest edits I've ever seen. It's, mm-hmm. a sh- it's a machine gun superimposed over a calendar, and the machine gun goes off, and the calendar, the pages start flying off, and that's how you tell time's passing by, and Paul Muni as Scarface is rising to power. So I actually saw the original before I saw and this And does one. the original start off with the uh, Cuban uh, immigrants coming over it's, in the 1980s? This one, yeah, it actually wow. also addresses Ronald Reagan way before. <laughs> it was really weird. Also, like, predicted like the original World Trade Center attack in 1993 so that was kind of unsettling but is it like doing a uh, it's kind of like kind of like doing a remake of The Patriot uh, set in uh, modern day yeah really... <laughs> like the themes are there yeah um yeah, it's basically the same story, except it's this one the original focuses more on the prohibition whereas um, Oliver Stone mm. um I noticed that he was the writer for this one the first time I saw it. Yeah. And he actually really made it a believable story. Uh, it's a great adaptation from it using the Cuban cocaine. Oh, yeah. The, the, the way they based this in uh, history and in, you know, real life scenarios and the, the uh, crime waves and drug trade and all of that stuff um, made it absolutely work. However, it's still like 
aside from all of the uh, drug stuff that's in it, it's really about, uh, you know, the American dream and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. working hard and getting ahead. And But the, the other thing, too, I found that this was a great parallel, too, and, and you know, won't harp too much on this for people who, uh, you know, haven't watched the other thing, but it seemed uh, a very clear influence on um, uh, Breaking Bad. And yeah. the, the the story arc in it is very similar. Yeah, I can actually see that. Um, so it's, it's kind of cool seeing that. Also, yeah. <laughs> I know that this has to be Donald one of Donald Trump's favorite movies. Uh, my wife last night was commenting on one on, on a couple of his lines that he was saying. She's like, "Wow, he sounds just like Donald Trump." <laughs> when Scarface uh, builds the wall in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a couple of his lines about you know about power and about and and uh, you know I have the best this and the you best. You mean Tony that. Montana? Yeah, Tony Montana, <laughs> Tony Trump. <laughs> he's I don't know. He's got similar things on that, and then in the same way in the beginning where they talk about the uh, um, Cubans coming me? over you and fuck with the best. A third of them. Yeah, <laughs> I am the best, so you will be fucking with the best, okay? Yeah, like it's yeah, it just seems that kind of. Do you know what I am saying? Influence of, of any any person that that uh, is super ambitious for just being you know the most powerful and and being su- super successful on top of everyone else kind of thing. Like this is an influential movie for a lot of those mm-hmm. people. Yeah, I actually There's a lot of oh. dirtbags too. Yeah, this is like mm-hmm. a lot of dirtbags' favorite movies of all times. Yeah, just you be- don't say, Tony. <laughs> no. Really? Yeah. Well, it's one of those things. It's kind of like with with oh. Citizen Kane, where it gets that thing of all the film snobs loving it, but then yeah. other people, you can be like, well, but it is a good movie. So, like with this one, no, you get actually, a lot of you know like horrible people that you know like this, or you know the, the terrible things like that. But you're like, but it's actually good. Like mm. ah, it's annoying that they love it so much. Uh, but no, yeah. actually, well, it's when they're obsessed. Yeah. I think it's that extremism. That's, yeah, that's when, get, when it's like when you have like a giant poster of it on your wall or something. Yeah. Well, it's when people watch this and they forget about everything. They just like doing a huge mountain of coke and then pulling out a grenade launcher. Yeah, like that's like a lot focusing of on that parts. And you're like, but what about uh, all of the people he's hurt along the way? The implied incest or the yeah incest? Oh my god! Yes, yeah. That's such a deep theme. That's in the it's original so too. So good. Is it? Yeah, actually, okay. they, they can only imply it though because it was the third. Spoilers! I haven't seen that oh. one yet. I mean, it's basically the same story, but this one can just get away with more because of yeah. the censorship laws. Yeah. So the, the original is more like up to your mind, and you can make these inferences. Um, I'd say Paul Muni doesn't really grow as big of a character as Tony Montana does because here he does that full arc. You have enough time to actually sympathize with him at the beginning when he's like struggling in the the food van. Plenty of time. This was uh, longer than I remember. No, it was su- it was super long, and I yeah. think it, it was long towards the beginning. But I don't know. You don't really get to see him much in that food uh, when he was I mean, working the restaurant. It's just, it's just the idea of that. Where he, yeah, it's, you, yeah, you the idea is there. They they put it all in there. Um, it's it's one of those things where it um, it's kind of like we've we've we discussed this in in our uh, sentiment discussions when we were talking about both the movies of uh, Independence Day Resurgence and also on Warcraft, where you've got. Uh, a large story that you're telling. So while um, there's like there's a lot of stuff in there, but it's still like kind of rushed almost. Yeah. For the, like the the amount of time that they spend in any time period in this film, they keep jumping because they're like, okay, we got this plot, this thing happened. Jump six months later, this thing happened. A few months later, this thing happened. Um, and it's you know it's not necessarily bad that it does that uh, on this one. This one works more than it does in other things. But just mm-hmm. in that thing of when you're trying to get so much into one film, 
Um, and anytime you're trying to show either someone's entire life story or in this one, their full rise from uh, from nothing into power and rags to riches kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, it's not an overnight thing. So it takes a while to tell it. Uh, and if you want to tell the whole thing under three hours, it's still going to take a while. Yeah. And it's still a challenge. Yeah. yeah. That's why, like, off. Breaking Bad, that story, by telling it over six seasons, you get to actually delve into uh, each thing. You, you have more yeah. time, so it's so more, such more, uh, so more, more subtle. It doesn't feel so contrived as well. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you actually see every step that goes along the way, and you can see how that happened. Yeah. In this one, it's, they've got to plant all of the seeds and, and justify it as best they can. Mm. But well, it's they, like but he's they, got balls and that's mm. why he went from, yeah. <laughs> from nothing to to like doing this $5,000 cocaine deal. But I mean it well yeah so that that kind of lucked into then, that first one. And then being his then going straight away to like the boss's main fucking Yeah. Side I mean it, well so so getting the first deal is the the one that he kind of lucked into. But so here this is the thing though real quick. Mm-hmm. It's not that he has big balls but he's smart. He knows yes. how to read people. The whole mm-hmm. thing that he was being a badass he he knows people. He he knew that that could potentially turn out good. But he's also a <sighs> Like the he, whole thing with the phone call when he's like, call him at three o'clock, mm-hmm. when the guy's like, I want to cut you in just you. And he says, no, nah, it's just me and Frank. He knows that that drug dealer, if he says, fuck Frank, he's going to say, fuck Sosa someday. Like yeah. the whole way through, he has balls, he's, but he's extremely smart when it comes to people. He's smart. And he's also, he's a business. He's man. a nice guy mm-hmm. early on. Yeah. Like For he's, the most part. he's, he's loyal. He's dedicated to what he's doing. Totally have a conspiracy theory. Okay. If he didn't wind up selling drugs, he'd probably still be that um, the land own the land salesman from Glengarry Glen Ross. We didn't do that one because it got pulled off of Netflix right before we were about to review it. Yeah, like I, I, I had picked it, and in that, like the next couple days, it got pulled. So really maybe someday they'll just in time. Though. Someday they'll get that reference, but um, uh, yeah, it. But he was. Uh, what what gave him the edge and why he got ahead so far is because he was he was bold in his decisions that he was doing and willing to take these risks. But to his employers, he was uh, very loyal and dedicated, and do he's putting all these risks for them. Um, it, it, for it, selfishly, it shows it 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 uh, makes him look good in their eyes. But um, it's so that loyalty is what helps him going on, and he doesn't betray. Uh, his, his boss until his boss betrays him yeah uh it wasn't until it wasn't until he put the attempt on his life that he said no i like i've been doing this all for you but if you're not gonna do that i'm gonna yeah yeah you're the one who is a scumbag and everyone around me can tell that because you're the one who took me out there and i've been nothing but dedicated to you so he Except had for the whole wife wanted. thing you know yeah but look he's <laughs> yeah. he's hitting on his wife but he wasn't like he never like uh, completely he never like life. did it in front of yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, did you guys think of? I mean, he never challenged candles. When not like Charles at your wedding. Yes, it was <laughs> totally, totally sixteen candles. candles. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I mean all the rape. Yes, all the okay. In the car when he yeah. jumps on her. Rape yes. face. it's the same thing as in 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 sixteen candles when he just like jumps on her and then pushes her away. And he's like, all right, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's nothing. I tried, you know. Can't believe we got to try yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but it's not, you know, as it, it's more bushy and, and this guy who doesn't know better, it's, it's not like he completely forced himself on her at that, in that scene when he was in the car, it was trying something and then 
pushed away. And as soon as he got that oh. rejection from her, he stopped. God. Hey, like, he still think... tried to pursue her, but he didn't force himself on her in that scene. Have you ever seen Once Upon a Time in America? Mm, it's kind of like a similar story, but also in Prohibition. Just that scene reminds me of a scene from Once Upon a Time in America, if we ever had the chance to see it. It's four hours, but I recommend oh, it. <laughs> it's like a longer Scarface. <laughs> Oh. So 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 the title really aspires to how people feel about it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Once upon a time in America. <laughs> it's a fairy tale to even watch this yeah. movie. Four hours long. Um any uh, other favorite moments? I mean, because least favorite moments, I already off the bat, I already mentioned the the, well, the montage. It's <laughs> least favorite in one way. Like, cause it's so it's like freaking once in a while in Rocky Horror. They cut that for a goddamn reason, is because well, while it was beautiful in uh-huh. its own right. And it's it is my favorite song. Yes. It does not belong. It no, is so jarring. But, but this one is is so much more so because yeah. this film could be timeless. Like you look at this, it's easy to compare. What well, is to, timeless? It's easy to compare this to The Godfather because of Charles Al Pacino being in there and the crime and, and all of that stuff. Yeah. But like with The Godfather, with the score that you put on that movie, like that movie just it stands. When you make like any kind of period film. And you're you're using music from that era, like it works, and uh, it. But in in this one, like it it mostly happens in films of the '80s, where right. there was that just the synth and all that stuff, and even <sighs> like that the I can forgive some of the synth score around it because you look at uh, I was fine I was fine throughout the whole film 60s 70s films that have synth in them like in a lot of Kubrick stuff yeah where, uh, like Clockwork Orange has that yeah. synth in there and uh, it just came back up in, in the Neon, Neon, Neon Demon yeah. had the same synth score that just it, it works now because it feels of that time and so when I was watching this the score at first was reminding me of Neon Demon it was like that thing it was all fine but then that that one push to the limit, limit. like <laughs> that was no. it just it was too much yeah because it, it instantly just says this is an 80s movie yeah right there and it, it's not like the rest of the style it, go, was it goes from being, the 80s it goes from being an epic like drug movie drug crime lord movie yeah. to an 80s like disco if it was if it was that kind in of like, like a matter of seconds <laughs> guest starring rick d's that yeah. kind of Duck. paul like, thomas anderson uh boogie nights kind of thing if did this risk was, did rick astley do the scoring for this no it was georgia or more motor if this if this movie Mordor. was was Mordor. similar to boogie nights where you've got it set in this era and 80s was a part of it and that's fine like because it's set in that time but if if like they were going to all the new wave clubs and and the 80s scene was was part of this although although the, with, although the scene where the boogie nights they pushed the 80s the very first that was brilliant but <laughs> making their own I'm song. saying that time, <laughs> that time period thing like when you've got it set in the time you've got that culture around in it yeah, if, yeah. if that if that music and that that culture was a part of the story then it wouldn't have been so bad to have that in there but the the the, the world that they established in here doesn't fit with that song it doesn't I mean, period I, yeah. end I, of story I make an exception it's not even it. like Shakespearean relief at this point yeah like, no I make an exception for it because I can't name a better movie that came out in 1983. But you could have done this better if you didn't have that. If you just had <laughs> score over that scene, you could you could do something else. That's not. Do you remember what happened? Fire. Not the song. I mean, true. They used the song Scarface. It's great that they found a song called Scarface that works so perfectly for that. <laughs> or they could have just Scarface parentheses push it to the limit. Yes. 
That's what the song's called. It's oh. in the credits. God. Those are really? <laughs> you see, yeah, this is the theme from Scarface. Were you waiting for like a post-credit is, scene? <laughs> I watched the credits. What? You just hate everyone that made the movie, so yeah, you're going to stop you, watching it? But you didn't watch the credits for the Neon Demon? I watched credits for Neon Demon. They said you were in a rush. No, I was in a rush, but I watched it through to the end. Come on. So, so Tony, you've seen this a lot. When I was a kid, I used to watch all the gangster movies. Do, do you oh, remember the scene before that montage? Like, what happens... I just because I just don't remember what happens immediately before opens a car wash because soon before it, I don't know if it's Jesus immediately Christ. before but soon before is when he kills his boss Frank yeah because because that's the last Salieri. thing that's the last step before he, no not Salieri yeah <laughs> not that's, him that's the last that's the last step before he can uh, be in control it, it took me and, a long time I was having such like <laughs> who the fuck is that who the fuck <gasps> Salieri <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's the it's the, it's the last step before um, before he can achieve his goals. And in that montage is when he achieves the goals, when he gets married, when he establishes all yeah. the businesses, he gets his tiger that he talked about. Yeah, a freaking tiger. It's like that's his height that he's at. So I think that before that is the shooting. And I feel like shooting. I feel with the tiger, there's a best moment. Just, yes. Yeah. There could there could have been some great stuff with that tiger. There could have been Stay some real badassery at the end. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my god. god. Yes. Like that tiger that. needed to be in the final some, scene. He needed, and he wasn't <laughs> tiger. Like that was that was such like a cock tease. Yeah. It's like I own a tiger. This is on the premises as like supposedly part of my defenses. And then when like I get stormed, we get tiger, no tiger. Attack? Like you hear there's, there's if the this noise. film was like, remade, you hear the noise. Yeah. If this film were remade today, it would definitely have the tiger. And attack. like the mm-hmm. noise, I think it's a budgetary oh, yeah. thing. I think the noise was even yeah. the bigger cock tease was because it's yeah. like, no, we acknowledge that the tiger's still here, <laughs> but no, we're not going to do anything with it. Yeah, I'd say just small things aside, I would. I, I still always forget that I'm watching Al Pacino. I think I'm watching a Cuban guy. <laughs> I have to say that yeah, yeah, Al Pacino. It's such a convincing he, performance. He completely he did goes into this role. Such a good job. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I love the arc because it shows. Another thing I was thinking of when I was I, I I forgot about mentioning this before when I when I was making the comparison to Breaking Bad, um, the assassin in this played by Mark Margolis. Oh, yeah. uh, I was, don't remember what I recognize him from. But he, well, oh, so that's what I do. You recognize him partially from every Darren Aronofsky film. Yeah, he's I was going to say he is in every single one of them, and uh, he's also the he's, uh, he's the, old the guy man. the old man in the wheelchair man. in, yeah. in, in the Breaking Bell. Bad. Breaking that's Bad, what, that's yeah, right. yeah, I was yeah. thinking. Also shows up in uh, Better Call Saul too, but um, but I, I was looking at his credits and I was I saw first I had when I was looking him up I saw Pie and Requiem for a Dream I'm like oh man he's in two different Aronofsky films and then I looked at all the rest and I'm like oh he's in every single Darren Aronofsky, Darren Aronofsky film <laughs> so they Darren must be Aronofsky. friends <laughs> yes it's like Uma Thurman yeah and her toes <laughs> yep her toes it's are in every Darren Aronofsky film Ew. he's the stunt feet stunt toe. Uh, any no, other? that was just Dawn to Dusk. Uh, from favorite, Dawn, favorite moments in this? Uh, um, right at the beginning, I, I like that he keeps his cool, even though when they got a, a chainsaw on him, mm-hmm. that yeah. whole thing all the way through. And he's just well, he like he's waiting for his backup because he knows his backup's coming, and so like as well, he thinks his backup's he, coming. You no, know, like in his mind, he's yeah. like my backup's coming. So the chainsaw's getting to his friend. He's like, oh man, he's just thinking his head up any second now. They're gonna. Oh man, he, there he never loses. Sure, are a little late there. Yeah, that's yeah. Just him through the whole movie. Well, he doesn't really. But lose look at his school. face when when they first cut in, and he's like pulling away to not watch. Yeah, but what would like, you do? You'd I know. Be screaming yes, no, I understand. He's still he's still not freaking out, but you can tell he's not cold to it. Oh yeah, he's he's not some like ruthless 
psychopath who's oh. just fine with watching. I thought he was just trying to make sure he didn't get blood up. in his face. No, because he was kind of he was kind of behind <laughs> the thing. But I no, like legitimately, that's what I thought. Because he has to of, leave this building. Yeah, yeah. No, he no, needs to not get blood on him. But but the way and they, it was only really the second time. Yeah, but 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 that look <clears> on his face though was still to me it was it was. Uh, humanity yeah. in there. It, it, he was because they could have chosen to have him well, look he didn't, forward he didn't at never, it. He didn't really lose his humanity. He just no. But I'm saying that they could. It, it's part of. It's one of those things that clues you into that he's still a good person. That he's not just just surface. He's not just fine with letting this happen, even though he's not stopping it. Because if he tried to stop it, they would just shoot him. So he understands why he doesn't. Why he can't stop them in that moment yeah um he's hoping for his friends to come in and save the day and luckily they do right before they kill him but uh they cut it really damn close i also like i didn't notice but um the you know when i watched it before but the scene when tony kills his buddy then they just got married yeah Yeah. but that whole time before that you you never see the ring finger Mm -hmm. and like if it's just her um like one little string over her hand like it just it's so natural you wouldn't even think about yes. looking for that Tony, like it's so good have you ever noticed i forget the the sister's name gina have you ever noticed gina, yeah. did you ever notice her in the background the first time you watched her or any other time watching it um so when they're at the pool for the first time and scarface and his friends are like trying to hit on women yeah the first person they see actually is gina oh mm. I didn't but know scarface that. doesn't see that and um actually read that Brian De Palma was trying to hint about Gina's promiscuity. So mm. that's good. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just that it's that thing where he's just so overprotective of her and in, in love with her. In that well, when, way he, as well. when he first goes to see her again, and right away, like it's a family hug, but it's not a family hug. It oh, was yeah. So weird. Oh, oh my that, God. Yeah. That now, look they gave was complete tension of. of yeah. And, that was. Oh, that was really well done. Well, when they're yeah. seeing her, it's it's like, <laughs> it oh, is really this his lost love that he knew before? And then it's like, no, it's his little sister. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, okay, oh. that's Mama. Who's this? <laughs> yeah, like because he could, because because it could be like some old girlfriend that was with his mom in there. Yeah. See, because that's is, what you're getting from that from the looks on their faces and how they're interacting. And it's like, nope. Oh, that, that's sister. Little sister. But All the right. thing is, is and then I was thinking, like, is this adopted sister? Is this? Is there any workaround that you can give me here that reason why they can still be no? Just and they, they explained that the last time they saw she was fourteen. Yes. So it's like, is this instant attraction? Did she have a crush on him as a child? Did he have a crush on her? Yeah. Like, we don't know. It was just so fucking weird. No, no. So good. The other, the other thing I liked is I like to uh, when he gets killed at the end. Mm-hmm. I kind of I like I, I kind of like to think it's just a, lo- a cycle that never ends. So Frank was basically the Tony. Tony mm-hmm. became the Frank, and this dude's like now going to be the new king. I mean, he went out in a grander way than Frank right. did, but but still, it yeah, it's it's a cyclical thing as people rise to power in the drug trade as long yeah. as it's yeah. still illegal. Um, I liked even that scene where they were discussing, um, uh, you know, the possibility of them making cocaine legal, and like <laughs> yeah. Scarface is totally for it. He's like, of course, like. Make this stuff legal. I'm still going to be selling it and, and doing this stuff, but then I won't have to worry about the cops on it. But uh-huh. I'm just going to, like, I like that idea of drug dealers being for it, being legalized on that, and not not the way of them being like, oh, then they're going to take over our business and tax it and be terrible. Like, yeah. 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 yeah That's cool. And I always think if he just killed the kids, he'd still be on top. <sighs> That's not his only mistake, though. 
Like he made, he, or that is, that's not his only falter because his, yeah. One, yes. So you're also, saying, it's John. a mistake to not kill kids. Okay. Yes, I'm okay, saying just that. Okay. Yeah, Aside just, from yeah. that he should have killed every kid he saw. Um, <laughs> Did anyone else read that article about that kid that went missing recently? No, no one read that article. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was in Whittier. So right? shut up. Yeah. No one read that article. Um, so the, uh, the, the other part was the. Tony. It's with his wife. It is. You know, by marrying that woman who's just not good for him anyway, mm-hmm. like just being a, tr- a trophy wife, yeah. um, she would she would have been his downfall in some way, too. She has multiple pl- points of where she could hurt him. That sounds just like that wife in that one, uh, that Truman Show movie I've heard so much about. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, I, I think he he would have fallen so many different ways. That was, you know, leaving that guy alive hurts the other people in the group, um, you know, and then they, they come on to him. Well, plus, he killed the guy. Yeah, he's like number one assassin. Yeah, that was also you don't not want to kill that. Okay, <laughs> but he killed the guy yeah. to save those kids, which which was another yet again a sign of his his Weakness. moral code. Oh. Um, and and it's that thing of he's not abandoning abandoning his morals, no matter if you know he's still okay with killing people, but it's killing people who are threatening him, who are uh, in his mind bad people. He he's got his own code of of ethics in that, and he doesn't lose that the entire time, um, which I think is is good, except for the one time when he's uh, filled with rage in that moment of seeing his sister with his oh, the toilet kills him. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. that too, but, but, but it's that same, it's that same feeling just carried across to there where he's like, you fuck my sister, you must die. You and he's just wife? completely, he's in that state where he's not thinking clearly on it and, and uh, coked up. Yeah. And yeah. completely coked I up. I love at the end when she's like, is this what you want, Tony? You want to fuck me? Yeah. Uh, uh, another so thing my wife noticed is me? that, uh, would you fuck me? She, de- <laughs> uh, Gina definitely had some strategic, uh, tape placed on her clothes oh, yes. yes she did i was waiting for it to come up and it never did <laughs> like uh, maybe no no never did it uh, maybe she was just eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich had some jelly on her fingers got that on there and then it just stuck mm-hmm. to it like something mm-hmm. was just semen se- mm-hmm. yeah that was probably it actually maybe she's like auditioning for a movie role where she has to play a 14 year old so <laughs> she was just taping yeah one thing i kept on thinking is like i don't know if it's just 80s but how tacky was all that shit it was very well, but there's the other thing, too, Memorable. where he was going towards Tacky, and then Michelle Pfeiffer was like, no, no. Like, the, the car the car that he had <laughs> came up with the zebra print. He's like, look at this. Isn't this great? No. So so the Tacky stuff was there, but I, it wasn't... Um, I mean, without the zebra print, that wouldn't have been... Yeah, it wouldn't have been so bad. But even, like, car. at the end when they're going up that, it's just everything's, like, almost red velvety. The whole room, oh, oh just like the the black and gold. Well, that just looked amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, whatever. The giant jacuzzi, yeah, bathtub, <laughs> bathtub. Yeah, that, that one. That well, the, the jacuzzi thing. That was whole awesome. bedroom was beautiful. Yeah, like, besides the bedroom, the 15 person <laughs> tub to himself. <laughs> yes, so good. Yeah. In which that's like 15 recommended like you can fit way more people than that. So if he just hadn't gotten the trophy wife and then like. Baby sister. He could have established a relationship with his sister. Yeah, it would he have been in charge. He could yeah. do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, like it would have been one of those things where people would have been like, you know, he's with his sister, right? And they're like, yeah, but I don't think guy. he wanted to. But then, like, that's himself. it. I don't think he wanted to admit to himself yeah. that he was attracted to her. Yeah, and she wouldn't because that would for make it. her not clean. Yeah, she she wouldn't have been for it either. But nope. we'd have to stone her to death. Maybe if she. Mm-hmm. 
if she like if she wasn't around if she had gotten killed at some point then that also could have helped him like she was also one of his flaws one of the downfalls in his in his whole life because he was too preoccupied with her there's a lot of a lot of foil points in his life where he was not going to keep that success yeah Oh, one of the scenes that remind me of something we recently watched, the cook and the thief and all that. Yes. When he was in the... And all that shit. The cook and the thief and all that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. When he was in the uh, in the restaurant and he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I really like... Actually, that speech he gave was really... I yes! Like that. That, is, that is probably my favorite speech in the film. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. Yeah. It's like, I'm you, the bad guy. You all need the bad guy. Yeah. You all need me. You want... you all are terrible people. But you can point to me and be like, that guy's the bad guy. That's the bad guy. You can make yourself feel better. <laughs> I like when he's like, fuck like I you. want... A lizard man. I want that to be Trump's concession speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, never mind, after his... In his seventh year of presidency, when he gets impeached and he's... Well, when, once he resigns, you know... His, at some his point, seventh term? Yeah, after, <laughs> at the end of his seventh term. <laughs> at the end of Trump's seventh term, I want... <laughs> Two world some, wars later. <laughs> yeah. His imperial leader, Trump. Yeah, I want, I want Trump to give that speech at the end. Because that's the truth there. That's, that's the truth about Trump. He Ooh. is the bad guy just before we we you know cut out Trump, have obvious, you guys yeah, seen the, the south park episode yeah. that parallels yeah this? i was gonna bring that it up is amazingly KFC. oh my god yeah yes oh. that's right yeah because <laughs> i was gonna say the scene where salary <laughs> i need to rewatch it but yeah salary's fate when he gets um hung from the <laughs> yes. helicopter that's probably mm. my favorite scene because it just it i always remember it when i watch it and that, like, yeah. just dangling there i have to just watch oh. it even though and i love i love too like you, you the, the weight of it in the mm-hmm. like you yes. see it on the helicopter it and it shakes the helicopter because yeah, they probably like, actually yes. hung a guy this is brian de palma working with oliver stone <laughs> i think they actually hung a guy yeah they have a shot in vietnam or something <laughs> but i love the re- his reaction like it's just calm he has the binoculars he's like i never liked that guy because he can't be like you killed my friend yeah Yeah. um i mean that's really well i don't think he liked him anyway actually yeah Yeah, he killed his he got his friend killed yeah plus he looked like a pedophile yep yeah um so yeah this was uh the this won any awards actually it was nominated for the razzies for worst director and was that, it really? Yeah. Because of so that damn 80s song. Shut up. No, The Shining was nominated for Worst Director. Wow. And that really pissed me off. The Razzies. Because it was still early Razzies. Yeah, Razzies aren't always. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like, just like. If it was early Razzies, like whatever. It's like early Oscars are shit, too. Like, I get music direction. Yeah, Worst yeah. Director nominated for but Golden Raspberry, but music also. Was nominated for Golden Globe. Yeah. <laughs> the freaking. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> the score. The score, not original song, okay? Uh-huh. It was the score, not the song, was okay. nominated. All right. All right. Come on. Um, you, Giorgio. Sorry. Yeah, best, just... best Actor and Best Supporting Actor, Golden Globe nominations, um, but didn't but get any Academy Award nominations. It's, like, worse? <clears throat> I don't know. That's, it's it's just, just, that is very weird. There's always someone that's going to say that. It's like when I... the, the <coughs> Because I now see so many more movies, I'll also get upset with the Razzies when they nominate something for Worst Picture because of the publicity it got yeah. around it. Like mm. with Pixels was nominated for Worst Picture. And, like, sure, it's not Best Picture, but I'm saying it is definitely not the worst picture of that yeah, year. Yeah, like, there's worse. so many more that are way worse than that one. That was a fine movie. It was a, just, you know, fine. It was okay. It was fun right. to watch. Right. Yeah. Like, but, so, so it's one of those annoying things where it's I'm like... It's not a one star. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm, I'm yelling at it because I'm like, you didn't watch that movie. 
the, the the people who nominated that I don't think they they actually saw that movie or saw or maybe if they did see it they only saw like the Oscar nominated stuff and that movie so like that was like oh clearly the worst of those <laughs> right ones. yeah yeah out of out of like everything yeah, but, like that, but me I'm seeing sure. everything I'm like you didn't see everything because there's worse out there than yeah, you nine didn't lives watch. yeah nine lives isn't out yet it can't be worst picture yet <laughs> I want to see that August ninth so it's coming out we'll we'll do the cinema discussions of it okay we're gonna talk about nine lives you guys should all join us for cinema discussions of nine lives. I think I'm okay. Kevin Spacey has a Kevin cat. Kevin Spacey is a cat. Kevin Spacey is uh, a kitten. So, so more about <laughs> this one. <laughs> about Scarface. Deedly dumb. Uh, the I movie, enjoyed it. The movie had a budget of 25 yeah. million, made uh, 65 million in the United States. This is very epic. I don't know how much it made in Cuba. I enjoyed the storytelling. Yeah. Oh, another speech I really liked is at the beginning of the film when mm-hmm. he f- is first yes. in the police de- police station. And yes. he gives that Did you get that scar he- by eating pussy? Yeah, that was a good speech. Yeah. <laughs> and no, he's just talking about like, dude, like what the fuck they're doing over me? Of course, like I'm going to be yeah. like, of course, like I have this tattoo. Like I had to do what I had oh, to do yeah. to survive. Like yeah. that's what it felt a like. Political prisoner. Like, come that's on. Sense. Like I, I had to do what I had to do, but I want to fucking... I mean, yeah. granted, that's not actually what happened. Yeah, like, no. later, but yeah, but, but that was an awesome like. But he's not wrong in you know when when he calls himself a political prisoner. Political he, man. When he's saying like <laughs> he he doesn't want to be in Cuba no doing prison? all this work for nothing. Yeah, not get not getting ahead. The the harder you work, it doesn't matter how hard you work, and that's what he shows as he goes forward because yeah. he works hard to get you know Capitalist. get ahead and thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. I was going to say, too, I loved, speaking of the credits, the very, very end of the credits. I didn't um, watch that. Where it says the normal and all the, you know, based on fictional characters and all of that. Um, it says that this is a fictional story based on a Brian De Palma. group of actual oh. people, but that the Cuban people are good people, and this film does not depict... <laughs> it's based on Castro. Cuban people. Like, it's it's this letter at the end just saying, this film does not represent all Cuban people. I mean, it does, though, but... Yeah. <laughs> Dear Cubans, just, your food sucks. You know, they legally had to put that in there in the thing, but... Um, so that's why I like watching Because the if not, credits. they would have rioted and killed everybody, because that's how Cubans are. <laughs> Obviously. That's how the missile crisis happened. This podcast does not represent the views of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes it does that legally covers us okay <laughs> it works in everything on all the commentaries it's like this this commentary does not reflect the opinions of this company and then it's like the president of the company on the commentary yeah. <laughs> <So fucking laughs> it was darn cubans so mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. i think if i just watched this i might give it a four but five i loved it as a kid nostalgic mm-hmm. blah 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 yeah i yeah go ahead i'm in between four and five stars I I uh, I had already had this rated because I've seen this uh, multiple times before, but it's been many years. So I had rated it five stars before, but I think something in my mind was shielding me from that stupid montage, which has to <laughs> ding at one star. Because god damn, that montage is so bad. Um, I like the storytelling of the montage, but that song and that and and then it is a little long toward, or it drags a bit towards the beginning of it. Um, but uh, so those little things, I'm, I'm giving it down to four stars. I would say as like for 200 and uh, what is it? 50 minutes? No, mm-hmm. not 250. 170 minutes? 170 God. minutes. <laughs> um, yeah. For how long That's the film double actually was, I don't felt <laughs> like I just don't feel like I walked away with that much of movie. Yeah, exactly. Like Bravehearts roughly this this length I th- of film. And I, I walk away from Braveheart with so much more 
content yeah, there, and story. Well, there are lots of movies that I'll watch and I'll be like... And badassery. Like, when there are lots of great three-hour movies. Like, um, in my mind, The Aviator was one I remember watching in yeah. theaters, which was a super, like, three-hour movie. And I get up, the movie ends, and I'm like, that's it? It's, like, it's over? There's no. so much more to tell. I want more out of that. And But, but like, this one, it's like... It's still going. I mean, this one's still. It it did. By the end of it, it was. Uh, we were a little surprised it was already over. But but it, towards it's the beginning part of that for me that feels a little. I didn't feel stretched. like. I didn't feel like it. It took forever to get where it was going. No. Like while I was watching the film, but I definitely. I wasn't surprised. Like by the end of it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that was about three hours of my day." Yeah. Um, you I just wanted more in there. For I don't that know. Like hours. for for whatever reason, that's just how I felt about it like mm-hmm. i don't know um maybe it was just the matter of like how often probably how much of the film was him just going on fuck rants but <laughs> yeah. do you have to say fuck so much <laughs> <laughs> um I, god i wonder how, what the counter is on this one but uh yes look it up thank you yeah uh i'm gonna give it a four stars <laughs> four stars yeah for all that reason as well as that stupid montage for all that jazz but it's like it's a very solid four. Like I'm not gonna like I'm not teetering at all. Like no, this is four. Um, yeah. let me see. You can't just Google like two hundred and twenty-six <laughs> uses of the word fuck. Um, twenty-four shits, nine asses, uh, one crudely used, seven assholes, <laughs> eight cocksuckers, three pussies. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, it says three of pussy chick and son of a bitch. So I guess that, yeah, three of each, three of each of those. Yeah, what look, this is the parents' guide. Um, two of those are some nice chicks you got there. I think. Two I'm titties, them. uh, two pricks, and one bitch and one whore. Also, seven instances of hell, Jesus. Uh, four of Jesus, three of bastard, two of piss, two of damn, one of Christ, and one of cunt. Sounds like my love life. Whoa. This is the IMDb parents guide. So just in case parents are wondering about showing this film to their children, the little faggy children. Good thing that the <laughs> the parents guide is here on IMDb so that parents can see if Scarface is appropriate for their children. I'm surprised though that there wasn't more like bitch and whore and all that it is surprising and i'm upset that they don't list how many times he says cockroach but uh i don't think it's nearly as many times as he says fuck um uh rated r for graphic violence nudity uh it's got uh, let's see a woman is seen in bed shirtless oh yeah uh or a man no a man is seen in bed shirtless his lower half is covered with a sheet and a nude woman with uh we see her bare breasts gropes against his side and kisses him I remember that scene. A woman is seen wearing only panties, but her nipples are covered. That's his sister. Uh, woman is uh, Women are seen in suggestive clothing throughout. That's just bikinis on the beach. Um, and lots of sexual innuendo dialogue. That's not bad for sex and nudity in a movie. Like <laughs> Vagina face. Really not much. I expected this movie to be a lot bloodier, too. Oh, the yeah. violence in Gorek gets a 10 out of 10 on their score for that. It's a 6 out of 10 for nudity, a 10 out of 10 for no, violence, I mean, like, and 10 I out of 10 meant, for profanity. Like, more prevalent throughout. 10 out of 10 for alcohol and drugs. I mean, says cocaine is snorted constantly throughout the film. That's not true. There are scenes where they're not snorting cocaine. <laughs> I wish they actually There's measured the cocaine. Yes. <laughs> I liked, I liked they do how precisely often, 74 pounds of cocaine in this film. But I liked how much it was just so, like... A standard action in the movie that like they were just sometimes doing it in the background and like, yeah. you could just not even notice like <laughs> i also like that they put in there that normal. people are seen drinking and smoking at restaurants in the in this in the film like really you don't even need that when you've got that much cocaine going on yeah, yeah I mean, 
And I love the mound of cocaine on his desk. Yes. Well, it just gets it gets more and more that he does because it starts with that just a little bump that he does. Then on his desk, he's got the the mirror and he's got a couple lines in there. He's got and the then box. It, yeah, and then it just goes to all his, his desk is cocaine, and he just puts his face down into it like yeah. pie in the face. <laughs> I think he knew it was over at that point, though. Yeah. Well, it's just that's that's showing how he's going because they they said at the beginning never get high on your own supply, yeah. uh-huh. and so that's after that first bump. As soon as he does the first bump, it's just it's done from that point. He's yeah. going to keep doing more, and then he has all the cocaine. So why not do all of the cocaine? Why not? All right, good four star movie. Um, <laughs> next week is my pick, and so I am going to pick. I liked it was mentioned earlier, so I think that's that's a good reason for me to pick it. I'm gonna pick. Oh God! I'm gonna pick Scarface, oh, 1932 okay. original. Yay! Uh, wait, no, it's not on Netflix. Never mind. I just looked it up. Um, I'm gonna do the Truman Show then. Yeah, yeah. I just watched that recently. Oh, good. I'll have to watch it again for next week. Um, thank you all for listening to our podcast. As we mentioned before, our Cinema Discussions is going strong with weekly episodes, sometimes multiples in a week, um, sometimes less than weekly, but we'll see how that goes. But for now, doing pretty strong. That's with new movies in theaters now. Um, you can write to us at magicgeeptv at gmail.com. You can watch uh, videos on magicgeeptv.com. And you can do a cocaine off our asses mm-hmm. on magicgeeptv.com. Ah, you know what I'm talking about, you fucking cockroach.